Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we know you're out there. We know you're listening because you ain't got nowhere else to go. It's Beef Sticks Podcast. Happy hour special. My name is Pasty. <laughs> I'm Fat Mac. <laughs> Thank God for podcasts, man. You can't transmit that shit to the masses. And they can still enjoy you and your hacking lungs. Yes, yes, they can. Oh, it's good. Beautiful day. Everything's going swell. You just got to love it. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be alive, my friends. It's a yes. good time to be alive. Unless you're a toilet paper manufacturer. Oh, I guess it's probably a good No, then it's the best time to be alive. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the only part of the economy that's holding up right now. <laughs> I want to know where these places are that people are saying there's no toilet paper. Like every store I've been to, and I don't go to millions of stores, but I've gone to a handful of stores that sell toilet paper, and they all got plenty. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. I think I think it's the uh, I think it's the stores just clearing their shelves for a second, taking pictures, and then just being like, "Oh no, no toilet paper! You They're better get some while you there. can." <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Jack up the prices a little bit. Supply and demand. Yeah. Uh, folks, invest in a bidet. Bidet. You'll be cleaner, fresher, for longer. Get one of the air dryer the sponsor on Beef Sticks Podcast. <laughs> if you like to t- tongue tickle fart boxes, you need a bidet in your life. <laughs> oh, and speaking of tongue tickling fart boxes, that brings us to this week in pro wrestling history, pasty. Oh yeah. Going all the way back to the glory days of 1997 when March 10th WWF introduced Raw is War. War. This was the 200th episode of the series originally known as Monday Night Raw, but it had very little resemblance to the past episodes. Besides just the name change and a new logo, by the way, the rebranding came with a brand new set, show opening pyrotechnics, one of many things WWF would borrow from WCW, and a new intro, Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Uh, One of my favorite wrestling themes of all time. I hope you didn't enjoy it too much because the song only lasted a few weeks because of uh, rights issues. So, um, did it really? Yep, they had to change it. I remember that being for like years. (laughs) Nope, I I don't. They got like two, three weeks of it, and it was cut off. (laughs) They couldn't afford it. But also of note, this is believed to be the very first episode of Raw helmed by Vince Russo as its head writer, bro. The edgier content and the de-emphasis on matches, with a greater emphasis on storytelling, promos, vignettes, and swerves, is now known as Crash TV, and it would lead to WWF not just surpassing WCW Nitro in the ratings, but by 1999 become the most watched weekly show in the history of cable television. That's huge. They wish they could have that nowadays. As for this episode, though, ratings were a respectable 2.3, which was pretty consistent with what WWF was doing at the time. Hey, Fat Mac, Night- I'm sorry, but I've got to interject. All right. My sources say it was the opening theme for SmackDown from 2001 to 2003. 
So my they might have brought it right. back to 2000, yeah, or in, uh, to SmackDown. That's possible. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't long in comparison to most of them, but to me, it's the most iconic. Plus, I guess I had like the SmackDown versus Raw games of the day, so I heard it there a Damn. lot too. But three so years they lost the it for Raw, brought it back for SmackDown. So oh, people must have liked it. It was on Raw. Okay, we're talking about Raw. Hello. Okay, this was before SmackDown existed. Son, ninety-seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, you Union go. Underground had the best Raw theme. <laughs> Turn to the music, play my fucking music. So they had a respectable two point three, but Nitro still ended up walloping them in the ratings with a three point five. You knew what the Attitude Era was when the song kicked in. I get the guns, the drugs for my generation. It's the best. Are we good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. <laughs> I could sing the rest. Matches I love of that note song. include IC champion Rocky Maivia defeating Tony Roy in a non-title match. The new Blackjacks, which was Barry Windham and John Hawk Bradshaw, yeah. defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog by DQ. Miguel Perez defeated Leaf Cassidy, who would later go on to be Al Snow. Billy Gunn defeated Aldo Montoya, who would go on to be Just Incredible. And the main event saw Vader and Mankind defeat The Undertaker and Psycho Sid. What a time to be alive. Woo! 200 episodes. And since that day, it probably hasn't been quite as good. No. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that was a good time, though. I loved that era of wrestling. It was uh, it was a fun time to be a fan. Yeah. My, my cousin always reminds me, like, we got in trouble. We were playing with sidewalk chalk. And in my mind, we just, outside of his apartment complex, we just colored for, like, hours and made all these awesome things. But yep. I guess it had, like, DX suck it everywhere, and, and we got into a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> and right. he reminds me of that often. <laughs> Fun, fun, more innocent times. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell you what it what it what it really was. What in the world? I've never seen that ever. That was a perennial monkey humping a football. That's what that was. I like that, it. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that's what it was, and it was amazing. <laughs> that's, that's the perennial wonderful. monkey fucking a football. What is monkey a perennial monkey? I need to look this up. <laughs> Thing? Uh, I don't know, but I love that it has to be specifically a perennial monkey humping a football. <laughs> not just a, it's not just any monkey. It's a perennial red monkey flower. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the monkey's called? No, it's it's a flower. It's not, not a monkey. Oh, so is the flower fucking a football now? I guess. No, it's not as cool, surprisingly. And that's how the coronavirus was made. <laughs> Flower up in the football. Corona. Wow. Oh, that's funny. Whoa. That's some, Gets that's half of some it crap. Out. Him and JR, they're they're one of a, or two of a kind. Yeah. They are they're they're one of a kind. Yeah. Both of them are one of a kind. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You gotta love it. You gotta love them old school guys. These yeah. old guys. They uh, their their shows are. I don't know who listens to any of Conrad's 
quadrilogy of shows. No. Oh, he's got five shows now. Yeah. He's got a show for every week, but it's like other other than Tony Schiavone, he's an old guy who's who's really <laughs> he's really something else, but you got Arn and JR and they just act a certain way. Not bad or good, just a certain way and then you have you have Eric Bischoff and um and um Bruce Prichard, who I'd say are maybe not quite a generation yet, but yeah, probably about a generation younger and their their shows are just completely different. Then you got and you got what happened one with Tony Schiavone. That's just a madhouse. I wish I still did drugs because that show would be so much better if I did <laughs> drugs. But it's also just so fun. Tony Schiavone just does and says the damnedest things. I'm going to have to check it out. I've tried the JR stuff. I've tried tried a lot of them, and they just don't sit with me. But I like the shit he has to say. He's He's funny. And as long as he's not on TV, I think he's, he does well. Well, the thing with Tony Schiavone is 90% of the time it's a watch-along. You don't necessarily have to watch along to enjoy it, but 90% of the time they do watch-alongs and they just they they rag on the, the show or they talk about how fun it is and they talk dirty and they, they get into stories. and You just feel like you're just sitting there in a room with them enjoying it. It's Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 3000. Pretty much it's all it is, yeah. It's like riff tracks with wrestling. Uh, sounds great um you know what wasn't really or at least we can't really stand by it (laughs) wwe elimination chamber uh last week fat mac told you guys he wasn't watching i said i would for the sake of the show and then i took a nap and boy did i sleep through 95 percent of this pay-per-view (laughs) <laughs> wow like i turned it on the dog sat in my lap i was like oh this is happening i'm not gonna fight it and i woke up just in time to watch the men's elimination chamber tag team championship match and then it was <laughs> right back out <laughs> but i'm okay with that i guess that's a that's a hearty nap because wwe pay-per-views oh, are like three plus hours long so. yeah no when i woke up the tv was off and, <laughs> and it was like twelve thirty, and i'm like oh i feel real good <laughs> right <laughs> i guess we should i guess we should just get into it and um, we had the pre-show tag team match viking raiders Defeated Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. I didn't know they were still a thing, but there they are. Yep, they they mostly they I think they have a like a action figure YouTube channel and podcast. That's their life. Yeah. They're like us, except uh, we probably get more views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Viking Raiders won as as one would expect. Um, then we had Daniel Bryan defeating Drew Gulak by submission. This match, I, I was uh, still relatively conscious for. This is about when I turned tuned in, and I was like, damn, this has all the makings for a really good match. And then I played catch with my kids for the, the 15 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes that it was on. Yeah, this is about the only one I was really interested in. And it ended well, by submission exactly how you would want it to. Right. Yeah, that's... uh. I was going to go, you know, maybe in some uh, collection somewhere down the line or something, this will be in it and I'll watch it or something. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go back and, and turn it on. The way I look at it is but... the next one will be better. 
you know. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But they have the the uh, the ability to go like the distance when it comes to entertaining a real wrestling fan, and uh, yeah, I expect a lot out of this if it if it does go. But who knows? Because wrestling might just stop, huh? <laughs> yeah, and that was a that was a un, uh, an unannounced match also. So that's kind yes. of a that's a cool surprise for the people watching at home and in, in attendance to yes, very to nice get, to to open with that. Then we had the United States Championship. Andrade retained his championship against Humberto Carrillo. I don't know what they're doing with Humberto. I don't know what the point is. I yeah, at this point, I don't think there is a point. Um. And Andrade, you know, I said it. I said it when he came in, Humberto. You gotta smile less, or you know what Vince is gonna do to you. Vince doesn't like people being happy. He just, I don't know. (laughs) There's the trio of Hispanic wrestlers that are up and coming in WWE right now, and I feel like he's gonna get the sandbag out of the three, for sure. Andrade yeah. is is every dude's favorite. Um, God, what's the other one's name? And he's still banging Charlotte, so that's that helps. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, hello. Vince has to like him, right? He just has to stay off of that. Uh, that uh, getting picked up for substances. Yeah. Uh, fake piss helps everyone. Get some of that, Andrade. Yeah. I can't believe Ric Flair didn't give him some tips and pointers, you know, like this is how you get around that shit. I don't know that Ric Flair ever got around it. They didn't do it when he was wrestling, you know? Yeah. And now he's, you know, boring. That is very true. Uh, so then we have the match I did watch, the Elimination Chamber SmackDown Tag Team Championship extravaganza. Seeing as Fat Mac predicted, Miz and John Morrison retaining their tag team gold against the New Day, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Just seems like a hodgepodge of people thrown together, but how did it turn yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is what it was. Like we predicted, uh, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Ziggler and Roode were there for like individual spots. And, and that was about it. Um, Lucha house party. Uh, can't remember which one it was, but at one point they're all, a bunch of people are brawling near the edge of the ring. And then out of nowhere, one drops from the, the top of the cage does a, does like a, um, um, a moonsault or not a moonsault cause you have to jump, but he does a, (laughs) does a flip and lands on them all. Okay. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, and, like, they didn't show him climbing up at all. They just showed him swinging and jumping off, which was great camera work because that's when it comes out of nowhere, that's yeah, the best. Direction. Yes. Great direction there. Yeah, and I think that was wow, my Kim favorite Kevin spot. Nod. <laughs> uh, the other really good spot, Otis uh, went was kept trying to get his hands on Dolph Ziggler and failing, and... At one point, he he finally gets the chance, and Dolph is up against the the bulletproof fiberglass of one of the pods. <laughs> and Otis yeah. charges him. Dolph jumps out of the way, and he goes through the pod, and then through the back wall of the pod out to ringside. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, 
go through two of them. Why not? And it looked really good. And the story they told in the ring with all this Mandy Rose stuff, if you're not watching, it doesn't mean anything to you. But if you are watching, it's uh, it's it's probably the best storyline they have going right now. <coughs> it it was really good. Um, and it came down to the New Day, the Usos, and Miz and Morrison, like anyone would expect and want. Yeah. Uh, for a moment, the New Day and Usos worked together against Miz and Morrison, and then they stopped working together, and Miz and Morrison picked up a, you know, a Healy win. We like it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Sounds like your decent. typical elimination chamber. You got your spots, you got your, everybody gets their spots in, and then you whittle it down, and then you have the, the actual match, and then things happen. Yep. So that's that. Now back to not really talking about anything. Yeah, we had the no DQ match, which is about the second match that I was really interested in seeing. Alistair Black defeated AJ Styles, as we both predicted. Um, mm-hmm. With a I little help from th- The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did read that, that The Undertaker came in and did something. He got, something. Rid of, got rid of uh, Gallows and Anderson and then... Um, choke slammed him or last ride. It was it, not a last ride. I don't think Taker's doing anything more than a choke slam anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably good. Yeah, and then and then uh, Alistair Black was able to pick up the win. The cool thing here was the lights went out, the bell rang, the lights came on. He was in the ring. He did his thing. The lights went out, the bell rang, the lights came on. He was gone. Yeah, yeah. Short and sweet. That's yep. all we need. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Woohoo! Then we had the Raw Tag Team Championships: uh, Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins, and Montez Ford defeating Seth Rollins and Murphy. Don't call him buddy. Nobody, buddy. Uh, yeah, uh, they were already champions, and I did not know this going into it. But that's cool. I'm glad. I like those guys. Yeah, um, they're good. Yeah. Then we had the uh, three-on-one handicap intercontinental match, which I don't know what the rules were supposed to be. The The team of Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro defeated Braun Strowman. I think in the little bit I seen, not, I didn't look, read up on it or something, Sami Zayn got the pin, so Sami Zayn is the intercontinental champion. Yeah, they announced that rule at the beginning of the pay-per-view, so it was kind of a last So it's a fatal four-way. Essentially, but it was still the three of them working against one person. But yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fatal. Yeah, fight. because then whoever's going for a pin, the other one's going to stop them. And I mean, yeah, yeah. that's just a fatal four way. Whatever. Except just nobody stops Sami Zayn from getting the pin, and now he's the champion, which is exactly what I wanted. That's cool. I I don't I don't like the way they did the match, but that's I'm not obviously they're not targeting me because I'm not watching the show, right. so it doesn't fucking matter to them, and it doesn't fucking matter to me. But that's my opinion. I don't like I don't like the way that's done. Uh yeah, we've seen it before. It's not something new. It's something we don't see a lot of, but it's think, not new. But I, I don't think like Zane as a champion that. with Nakamura and Cesaro backing him is really good, and it's even better when the faction dissolves. That triple threat match is gonna be fire. Also, oh, they got a kind of a faction going on. Yeah, yeah. He was their manager for the that's longest time, and now he's got the championship, so he's finally wrestling again. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, when really? that when that dissolves, it's gonna be so good. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, 
the first Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura match we've seen in NXT was just fire. We're never yeah. going to see nothing like that on the main roster, no. at, you know, at all. But still awesome. I like it. I like yes. it. Oh, then we have the Raw Women's number one contender elimination chamber match winner. Maybe goes on to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania if it happens. And Shayna Baszler pulled it out, defeating everyone. Natalia, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. I like the story that was told there. Yes, she entered fourth from what I had heard. And okay. just systematically eliminated everyone with Liv Morgan being the last one out of a pod. I don't think we've had that happen before. Nope, that's it, the first time have. in history. Okay. I'm sure they made sure to tell us oh, that. Oh, they did. <laughs> but I, I like it. You can't do it a lot. And you can't do it with somebody like a Roman Reigns or John Cena that no. is being shoved down people's throat. And maybe Shayna Baszler is. I don't know, but. Baszler's legit. She's like Brock Lesnar. Even if even if you think, well, I don't know that you think you see too much of Brock Lesnar. I think the opposite is you said not enough. But you just you can't deny it. Whenever they yeah. come in and they win and whenever they come in and they just completely decimate or own somebody, it's like maybe you don't like that, but it's le- it's legit. You can see it. You can be like, "Okay. I understand." Brock Lesnar, you know, destroying Ricochet. Nobody wanted to see that happen, but at the end of the day, you're like, ah, I understand. I get it. Uh-huh. Oh. And, I mean, you got to build Baszler as the machine that's going to take down the man, right? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, if it happens. It might not. And uh, with that, Pasty <laughs> uh, came out to you five, me four. Pasty won this pay-per-view. Second one this year. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the best match of the night was the one I watched. (laughs) Um, That's that's not not a hard one to pick up. Yeah, and for a grade, um, Fat Mac wrote Z. I guess we can go with that because it's an incomplete anyways. Right. <laughs> so maybe Z's will just be our incompletes. Like, wasn't even worth it. We just wanted to sleep through it. Or yep. did. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough! And with that, folks, it is time. Time, you say? Yes, time! For everyone's favorite segment, the Savage Sentinel. Let's break it on down. Break it down. Coming in at the top. Did you want me to get this one? Sure. Okay, sir. Mars, Wrigley, and Snickers are almost synonymous with WWE nowadays, as they have been a long-term sponsor of the company for almost a decade. And it seems that sponsorship will continue through 2020. The expanded partnership will include three pieces of custom creative featuring WWE superstars promoting the new Snickers Fix the World campaign. Fix it. It's sick. Fix it. (laughs) With Snickers, it's going to do it. You're not yourself when you have Corona. Have a Snickers. (laughs) It's the cure. 
The spots will begin airing during Monday Night Raw on USA Network and Friday Night SmackDown on Fox with the third spot during WrestleMania on WWE Network. As a matter of fact, this will be the fifth consecutive year that Snickers will be the primary sponsor of WrestleMania. So sweet. Too sweet. Ah, it's awesome. Mm. Great stuff. This is... Huge for uh, WWE to have a a major corporation company sponsor like this. That's, you know, Mars Wrigley Snickers is is everybody. I mean, you got kids, you got adults, you got teenagers. It's it's a plus. It's a plus for you. You can't go wrong. It's really sad that KFC is like not brought up in this at all because KFC is like been right up there with all of them and Mountain Dew Kickstart. Mmm, can't have my pre-show without some Kickstart. Yum, yum. Well, they didn't just sign a new contract. <laughs> Plus, they're not, they haven't been a primary sponsor of WrestleMania, at least not recently. They've done a lot of stuff with KFC. They did, and we like to forget most of the commercials. Except for Dolph Ziggler as the, the colonel. Dolph Ziggler yeah. as the colonel was the best. That was good. We liked Shawn that. Michaels as the colonel was pretty good, too. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin Owens some, should be the colonel. That's another positive news triple h was presented with the arnold classic lifetime achievement award by arnold schwarzenegger in columbus ohio on saturday he was honored with the award during the finals of the arnold classic which is probably the most prestigious biggest uh, bodybuilding championship uh maybe world I, I don't know what bodybuilding is that's the only one i know of so we're gonna go with that uh <laughs> The Lifetime Achievement Award is given to Mr. an individual Universe. notable contributions to the fitness industry. And Triple H is quite the uh, bodybuilder, and he obviously promotes bodybuilding. And Good good for him. Good yeah. for him. I think this is an award I'm okay with Triple H winning. I think he deserves it. I think I'm all right with it. You deserve it. Clap, 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 clap. That's got to be a button I can press, too. Uh, we'll get it there dialed in, folks, every week. We try we to add get more. Buttons. Yes. Get the buttons. And then there's the problem of there's only nine buttons. Like, they should give us more buttons. Can we pay more for more buttons? Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, we've talked about this in the past, and it's coming right on back around, Fat Mac. Of course, it is. A couple months after we reported a retirement fund for firefighters suing the WWE over the XFL impacting their stock holdings, another retirement fund for firefighters has sued WWE, stemming from concern related to the fund's holding of WWE stock. Robbins Geller Rudman and Dowd LLP announced a class action suit. And Dowd. <laughs> and Dowd. He's endowed. They, they they announced the class action lawsuit against WWE over its relationship with Saudi Arabia and recent moves at the top that caused the stock to plummet, according to the Business Wire. The business. The business. He strikes again. Mm-hmm. The complaint alleges WWE made false and misleading statements and or failed to disclose adverse information regarding WWE's business and operations. Specifically, defendants failed to disclose that WWE was experiencing rising tension with the Saudi government and a breakdown in negotiations over a renewed broadcasting distribution deal, 
that the Saudi government and its affiliates had failed to make millions of dollars in payments owed to WWE pursuant to existing contractual commitments between the parties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take a breath, take a drink of water. <laughs> what a complaint. Ain't got water, got whiskey, folks. I Santi I Santi Spirits straight rye whiskey made and bottled not 20 minutes away from my home. Yummy. It's not good, but it's Isani. <laughs> and if you know Isani, you should have fucking expected it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. Get some. <laughs> oh, back to the news. <laughs> <laughs> the contractual commitments between the parties caused Vince McMahon to cut the live feed until the two sides worked things out. Then on January 30th, 2020, WWE revealed that two of its longest-serving senior executives, defendants George A. Barrios and Michelle D. Wilson, had been ousted. Shortly thereafter, on February 6th, 2020, WWE again closed, uh, disclosed disappointing financial performance due to its favor- failure to secure a favorable broadcasting deal with the Saudis and revealed that the Saudi media rights would deal would not be included in the company's financial forecasting. As a result of these disclosures, the price of WWE Class A common stock plummeted from class period high of more than $100 per share to as low as $40.24 per share on February 6, 2020, representing a 60% share price decline. That's massive. Yes. That's millions and millions. And Why millions. are firefighters investing in WWE stock so much? <laughs> yeah. There's other things. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the second one now since I think I think it was December was the last one that they had, and that was the whole XFL deal, as you mentioned. So, WWE, they like being a publicly traded company, but sometimes Vince still wants to act like it's his company. Yep. And things like that bite them in the ass, like not disclosing Saudi things or like firing your two senior people just in a day off of a whim because you got upset one day and you're like, well, you're fired. Well, well he, runs it, he runs it like like a, like a presidential office. He's got a chief of staff. He's got this entire cabinet of people. He is the, the you know, the end all be all and everything he does is right in yeah. his eyes. And that's in all that eyes. matters. Well, every now and then it comes to bite them in the ass, and they're going to end up settling out of court, I'm sure, and these guys will probably get most of their money back, and mm-hmm. WWE will remain a multi-million dollar business and go on. Yes. So that leaves us to, or brings us to the comings and goings, talking about going on. Shwing. And WWE has announced that their first ever talent tryouts in South Africa will take place from Wednesday, April 29th through Saturday, May 2nd in Johannesburg. In a press release, Triple H said, South Africa is renowned for producing tough, uncompromising athletes proven by the hugely dominant performance in the Springboks rugby team last year to become world champions. I want to bring those same dynamic, powerful, and entertaining qualities from South Africa's best male and female athletes to the WWE. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just say no. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's not good. 
<laughs> uh, you know, but you know, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get something shaken up and get some new talent out of this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good for the the company as a whole. I just don't feel like it's good for the the people it affects directly. <laughs> right, right, which exactly. is kind of the important thing here. <laughs> uh Get this, Fat Mac. Former what? New England's Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski. And boy, does he have one tight end. Wow. Well, he's signed a contract with WWE and will make his official debut on the March 20th episode of SmackDown. Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted Gronk is also scheduled to appear at WrestleMania 36. And that appearance will lead to a future match for the three-time Super Bowl champion. But that Gronk is not scheduled to wrestle on the grandest stage of them all this year. Maybe no one will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll be the only one to do it. <laughs> Buy the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Find out. Well, Good Gronk point. is expected to wrestle at least a few matches under his WWE contract. It's likely that he will wrestle at the SummerSlam pay-per-view in Boston from the TD Garden, which is where he played his entire NFL career with the Patriots. Gronkowski is no stranger to the WWE Universe, a vocal pro wrestling fan and friend of WWE's Mojo Rowley. He appeared at WrestleMania 33 back in 2017 to help Mojo with the fourth annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know, the thing in this that amazed me the most is that there was already a fourth annual Andre the Giant Battle Royal three years ago. Yeah. It's like, holy buckets, this, they're almost going on a decade of that. It seems like it's a new thing, but... Too bad it's not more prestigious, huh? Not pre- I don't know anybody who won it. I know Big Show won it the first <laughs> year, and now, I, now I'm reminded uh, that Mojo Strowman's won it. Strowman's won it once, I think. <clears throat> Did he? Or did we want him to all the time and he didn't? No, I'm pretty sure he's won it once, and I think Roman's yeah. won it one time, maybe. That doesn't even make sense, but yeah, no, he wins know. everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's Roman Reigns. <clears throat> this is cool, though. This is, uh, I mean, it's going to piss people off who don't want these part-time celebrities coming it's... in and taking paychecks, but at if the same time... If he wrestles a few times, that's fine, I guess. And it's going to bring it's going to bring not only more eyes to WWE, but it's going to bring more mainstream uh, publicity to it, and uh, the word's going to get out more. Ron Gronkowski is a huge name, so and, and he's a legit fan. I'm okay with it when they do these things, you know? I'm okay with it. you got to have a little bit of middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, it can, it can be good. Uh, I don't know that I enjoyed Gronk the last time he was on WWE programming, but... Uh... You know, if it's if it's limited, it can be entertaining. Yeah, you shouldn't make him be Ro- Mojo Rally's friend, though. That's not that's not good for his career. Might be good for Mojo's, but <laughs> it, well, it didn't do nothing last time. Right? Yeah, he had yeah. the rub from Gronk and the the Memorial Battle Royal win. And where is he now? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, pasty. Well, before we get into some of the bad news, we got some more good news. Some really good news, actually. After 30 years of riding the roads and taking bumps worldwide, Dr. Luther has signed his first ever national U.S. contract this week, and that being with All Elite Wrestling. Yes! 
Dr. Luther is said to have impressed a lot of people in AEW over the past four months and was rewarded with a contract for not just in the ring work, but also in the office as well. Insurance package. The 51-year-old from Calgary was trained at the legendary Heart Dungeon under Stu Hart and spent most of his career in Japan, but has also worked in promotions here in the U.S. He also made some appearances for WCW and ECW in the past, but that was just as enhancement talent. He previously worked the Nightmare Collective Heel Stable before that was scrapped and made his AEW in-ring debut on the February 28th edition of AEW Dark, defeating Sonny Kiss. Yeah. Sonny Kiss, I don't think he's won one singles match yet. (laughs) It's really sad. He's entertaining as hell, and he's only ever been on Dark. Yeah. He might have been on the main card in a tag match towards the beginning. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This is good. (laughs) We like it. Good for Dr. Luther. Good for AEW. Um, like you said, he gets he's going to be in the back office, so he's going to get actual benefits, insurance. and A 51-year-old pro wrestler could probably use insurance at this point. Yes, especially from the era he, he hails from. Yeah, especially oh. in Japan. The, Strong style, anyone? Yeah, these days, 51, you're still going, probably. Yeah. In your prime, Chris Jericho. Ow, ow! He's looking really good. I used to say he was looking kind of chunky. He's looking really good now. Like he looks good when he when he flexes. But like um, the last pay per view they had, I like um, there's a side by side shot of him like posing with a Hulk Hogan pose with his arms up and Hogan posing with him down, and it's like you can see as soon as he bends over, bloop bloop bloop. He looks a lot like me, but. When he's his not bending over, cave in and his gut comes out. I think yeah. it's the funniest because his tits cave in. Like, whoa. <laughs> but when he's not bending over, he looks like I could never look. So yeah. I'm, I'm still not dogging the man. I'm, I'm yeah. not at all. And, and you have to have the extra weight backing up that Judas effect elbow. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you do. Can't be a cruiserweight and it. expect that to be a finisher. <laughs> Ah, it's time to talk about the hurts and the squirts as we get into this week's injury report and a new segment. But that will be as time comes. According to the Wrestling Observer, Rezar is currently out with a torn right bicep injury. The author of Pain suffered the injury when taking a crossbody from Montez Ford during an eight-man match on Raw. He caught the crossbody, but then his bicep went out. There is no reported timetable for Rezar's return so far, but it's possible Rezar will not need surgery to repair the tear. Even so, he will still be out for a few months if that's the case. If he does need surgery, though, he will likely be out of action for six to eight months. Oh, that is not good for the AOP. They're really Ah, kind of getting over right now. Yeah, but the AOP is also part of Seth Rollins' faction, so to be down one right now is probably okay. Well, you say to be down one right now is probably okay, but do we know that Acom? you know, they might pull Acom. Yeah. They've done that a lot in the past, you know, when... 
I don't know. I don't know. All I, you know, I'm not watching, so I don't know exactly what it's doing. I know I kind of like the stable when I see pictures of it, and I think it's good that these guys are getting the rub. Hey, the names Jacob and Razor. Do they do they make you think of uh, Ninja Turtles? Coca and Razor. Oh yeah, <laughs> Coca and Razor. Of course, they're actually from a um a poem though. I found that um yeah. that has something about um. I think it's Acom's Razor or something. Acom's Razor is what it is, and that's actually go. where we got the name from. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, it does. But when I first heard it, like you and many other uh, <laughs> '90s kids, I first thought of Toka and Razor. Yeah, so that's what I think about them as every time I see them. I can't not. And they fit the you know they're the perfect shape for it. Right. They they fit the mold. And isn't uh, Buddy Murphy is the other guy in the in the? No, Murphy is. Or what? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> He's not Murphy. your buddy, pal. Here's the other guy. And I, yeah, I, that's kind of a neat collection. It seems like seems like Vince is getting back into his factions kick, and I like factions. I'm a fan of them. Yeah, and hey, with him being out on injury, they could decide to push one over the other, and I would be okay with that. Yeah, they're they're okay together, but they're still just a tag team. And they're not like a good tag team. <laughs> and we don't know. We haven't. Uh, we haven't seen what they can do on their own a whole lot, at least. Yeah, which is probably not much. They probably need a mouthpiece. But you got Seth Rollins, you know. So if he starts putting right. Acom up in his fucking in his matches or something, it could be yeah. good. It could work over well. It'll be interesting to see what comes because it sounds like he's going to be out a long time, no matter what. Yeah. Um, somebody who's probably not going to be out too long is our good friend Rob Van Dam. He noted on Twitter that he's missing TV this week due to a rib injury, noting he suffered a broken rib while wrestling in Qatar. His girlfriend and her girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what the whole deal is with Qatar. Um, something was going on there. All I know is the last 83 weeks that I was listening to, which might have been a week or two old, I don't know. I don't know. I stay completely up to date on Might have been 83 weeks ago. <laughs> Might have been. Um, Eric Bischoff sure was dropping the Qatar bomb all over. He'd be talking about something. And he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, I, I didn't get to see. I didn't get to hear it right away because I was in Qatar." And then, like a little bit later, he'd be talking about, "Yeah, I had extra time while I was in Qatar, and then oh, I ran into my good buddy there in Qatar." And I was just so you could fuck? say he was doing a Qatar solo. <laughs> but not solo with many people. I don't know. <laughs> but then I've seen the thing with Rob Van Dam, and I'm like, what the hell is going on in, in Qatar? I never looked it up. So that, that <laughs> I really should have. But Journalism you know, at its finest. And that's right. why we have a two-line news story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Warning. 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 This is a quarantine zone. Brand new segment. And we can only assume it's going to be a repeating segment for the next, eh? <laughs> for the next two, three weeks. Yeah. Where <laughs> everybody's back to their normal life. Right. <laughs> hey, Trump promised April. April, baby. April. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! The COVID-19 pandemic continues to have a major impact on the world of professional wrestling. And now the first pay-per-view event has been canceled due to the outbreak. On Tuesday, Ring of Honor announced that their 18th anniversary pay-per-view, originally scheduled for tonight in Las Vegas, 
Da, da, da. And their past versus present event on Saturday have been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. Ring of Honor noted that the additional details on the schedule changes will be released soon, including details on refunds and rescheduling of the events. This is a bummer. Not it only was a it bummer. a second on our show that we just lost. This could be. <laughs> this could be a. It could be a deadly knife to many promotions, having to refund everything and lose out on events that they've already had scheduled. Oh, it's it's not going to be good. And I was super stoked. Not only did I want to watch the 18th anniversary show, but I I was more stoked for Saturday's past versus present event that had yeah. uh, old school ROH originals taking on some of the the current day roster. It looked so fun. So I love the nostalgic it, stuff. Is that where the Briscoes fighting each other? That would have been on the past versus present. Yeah, that, that makes was the sense because they are the past and the present. I, I know. I love that. When I, was, <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, why are they having this as the main so event? So which why one's I... left Twix? Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. And, folks, that's just the beginning of this segment that I think has 17 different stories in it. So bear with us, but... WWE issued a statement yesterday that said they will have backup plans in place if WrestleMania ends up canceled by uh, by local officials. Notice they keep saying by local officials. Local They're so officials. ready to pass the buck on this. Saudi show. Arabia, here we oh. come. You wanted a WrestleMania? You're going to get one. So the statement reads, quote, While we remain committed to hosting WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium on Sunday, April 5th, we are putting contingency plans in place in the event that it is canceled by government officials, civil authorities, and or local venues. The health and safety of our fans, performers, and employees are our top priorities, and we are monitoring the situation closely with our partners and government officials in Tampa Bay. WWE has also confirmed that tonight's SmackDown will air live. It's doing it right now, I'm sure. From the WWE Performance Center with no regular audience. So that's going to be really uh, interesting. It is also super likely, almost definite, that Monday's special 316-day edition of Raw, which is going to have Stone Cold, will also be airing from the WWE Performance Center instead of Pittsburgh. Stone Cold ain't showing up for that. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of sad. They had this whole big thing planned out for this three. You know, and there's only so many times that Monday Raw can be on 316. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but I, I'm interested. I don't think I'm going to watch it. One would I, assume I every four years, probably. And then you got Leap Days thrown in there. So, yeah. I mean, I that's. Know. That would that would be the thing that knocks it into. I, I could be wrong. Why would it be four years? Wouldn't it be seven years? Is don't we it? move off a day every year? Uh, well, sure I, didn't, I didn't do the math that far. I just <laughs> you just threw out a number. <laughs> I threw out a logical area. Um, but the thing about this is, I, I do want to watch some clips or, or see a little bit because I'm interested to see. It's going to be a unique look to it. It's going to feel different. It's going to be different. Like. You need that every now and then. It sucks, but I think it could add a little uh, ambiance to the show, if you will. Ambiance. Yes. That's how you set the mood for ambiance by saying ambiance. I like it. Yes. Then you know like the vibe. Because <laughs> that's that's that right. That's what that is. That is that. 
And also, Pasty, I'll, I'll keep you from having a tiny one, and it's WWE-related. Um, oh, thank Fox, you. I have to Fox deal with that every one. other day of the year. <laughs> Fox Sports 1 has put an immediate halt on all their daily studio shows due to the virus, and that will also include WWE backstage. So we're not going to be getting that for a while either until... Why? Further. There's no live studio audience there. Because it's yeah. a shit show and nobody watches it. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a good way out. Just like many people who are going to be playing hooky from work because right. it's totally acceptable right now. It's a good scapegoat. <laughs> oh, my son, they're, they're closing the school for like uh, two or three weeks. Oh, man. Already? Yeah. God. Because there's, there's a case like... I had saw something that somebody had said that it was in Redwood, but the school posted that it was false. Oh, it's not in Redwood, but I believe um, Marshall, there's a case of it. And it's, my son has a school that kids from all over go to, not just that area. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's some weird stuff. I, I don't recall ever seeing anything this quite this strange. It's probably just a bunch of people overreacting, but God damn. It it reminds me of um Men Every in day Black. I'm like, this feels so weird. Yeah. It reminds me of Men in Black, the quote where Tommy Lee Jones says, A person is smart, but people are dumb dumb and uh what is it, panicky. Yeah. You know, oh. a person is smart, but people are dumb and panicky. And this is just another example of that. Like People are dumb and panicky, man. You Try to challenge me with staying at home, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't leave if I don't have to leave. And the, and the toilet paper walls. thing doesn't even make sense. What is that going to do to right. prevent your corona? What are you What are you plastering it around your house like tinfoil for the aliens? Like, I saw the best meme today. Uh, best way to piss off your neighbors in 2020. And then it's toilet house. paper everywhere, all over yeah. the house and trees. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I seen the same thing, but it was best way to flex. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Look at all this TP I got to waste, boys. <laughs> you're gonna see you're gonna see freaked out people coming and climbing the trees, pulling off toilet paper. <laughs> Just rubbing their asses on it, hanging in midair, like <laughs> it's just sad uh, it is. is it is speaking of sad and pathetic oh, former worst. impact heavyweight champion sammy callahan said in a couple of tweets that he won't be wrestling any shows until the coronavirus is contained his first tweet reads fuck characters fuck storylines our safety is the most important thing. Until this gets better, I am not going to any wrestling shows. I beg the world to be as safe as possible in this extremely scary time. Let's join together like never before. We can get through this. An hour later, he added, My family, my animals, myself is more important than fake fighting in our underwear. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not going to show until this is contained. Or, yeah, okay. That's what he said. Yeah, Legitimately. That's what he said. I'm sorry I'm not going to show until this is contained. I hope everyone does the same. The world, our loves, it is not worth it. 
put on some pants. Sit on the couch. I'm okay with the first uh, tweet. Still a little overboard, I think, with the, you know, scary as hell. And, you know, we can can get through this like never before. (laughs) But it was was cool. But then when he goes into this all... It's more important than fake fighting in our underwear. And I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not gonna go. And it's like, all right, Sammy. You had to put a little heel in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I'm quite pissed off. The timing of everything is just one month too soon. Because a month from now, we could be all stuck in our homes playing the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes. <laughs> It's going to blow over on the 9th of April. (laughs) And everybody's going to have to go back to work. (sighs) It's a shame. God, it's going to be such a good game. Oh, Pacey, we're not even half through this segment. Oh, I know. It's so much fun. Oh, it's great. So we're moving on now. Over the Top Wrestling announced today that Scrapper Mania 6, their big two-day event, has been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic as well. Scrapper Mania 6 was scheduled to take place this coming weekend at the National Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. The scheduled main event for the event was a non-title match between OTT champion David Starr and AEW world champion John Moxley. Ouch! NXT UK stars Tony Storm, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Aofi Valkyrie were also booked for the event, among other top indie and AEW talents. I thought WWE wasn't letting any of their stars wrestle on any show AEW people were on. Uh, I don't know that that's a thing. I think that's a thing that we said on an episode. Uh, Vince changes his mind all the time. It's uh, Maybe it's just not that popular, but with those names on it, you'd have to assume it is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but obviously they were finna. When I think Scrapper Mania, I think just a bunch of scrap metal recyclers duking it out in some kind of harbinged together steel structure that's not really a cage and it has a lot of jagged iron edges. You would, you Scrapper. Oh, yes. Speaking of which... WXW in Germany announced on Twitter that their 16-carat revenge event scheduled for April 4th in Tampa, Florida during WrestleMania week has been nixed due to the travel ban between the United States and Europe, thanks, Trump, (laughs) which was issued by, yes, President (laughs) Trump, due to the outbreak. WXW noted that promotion and talents were unable to enter the country refunds are being offered now he said this would only affect people not goods couldn't this fall into some kind of a gray area (laughs) wrestlers are independent contractors they're basically just goods right just ask vince they're not real people to him (laughs) (laughs) it's it's sad it's rough well, Defy Wrestling also pays the announced on Twitter that their Defiant Ones event scheduled for Sunday, March 29th in Seattle has been canceled due to the outbreak. The promotion will be contacting fans with additional details soon. It's a bad time to be a ticket scalper. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> That's rough. This weekend's Evolve 147 and Evolve 148 have been postponed to May 8th in Livonia, Michigan and May 9th in Chicago. 
All tickets will be honored for those dates. Livonia, Michigan? Where the hell is that? I, I don't know. Michigan it lives on you, though. Michigan was the answer, pasty. It be living on you. I know. Oh, one of my favorite promotions that I don't get to watch nearly enough nowadays. Pro Wrestling Gorilla issued a statement this week to announce the postponement of their Kobe. I want lasagna event. from Livonia. Just saying. <laughs> scheduled for March 29th as well. Kobe. The event was scheduled for the Globe Theater in Los Angeles and was to honor the late NBA legend Kobe Bryant. More to leech off of his name, but you know. Right. I mean, PWG is a is a Los Angeles stable staple, so I guess it kind of makes sense with Kobe being the the LA Lakers or the um yeah the LA Lakers guy. It's I get it. It actually does make sense more than if you know one of the East Coast things or something tried to right. do it. WWE. <laughs> Michael Bocciccino, the founder of High Sports, runs WrestleCon every year around WrestleMania, and he made it clear that the financials involved in canceling his convention would ruin him. Ruin! Ruin! I'll be ruined! And that he couldn't afford to merely delay the event to a further date. I'm not kidding. If this is a full cancellation... I'll likely sell my house. You can put it on the record. It's true. Oh, it's we did damn it true. <laughs> His only hope would be if the government shuts down events in the area, which would trigger a forced manure provision. <laughs> forced manure. <laughs> manure provision. And reimburse him somewhat for the expenses. So this is where, you know, you kind of actually get to see what it does to the to the north the mom and pop guys you know the local yeah. indie guys it's it can possibly be devastating let's talk about the galactic get down you know what if this shit goes a little longer than expected yeah it, it would definitely that's a lot of people who benefit for an entire year off of something they've created and like it's fuck south by southwest i don't give a shit but when it comes down to the people I care about, like th their livelihood is in this and all their plans, that's expenses spent and you're not going to get a dime back for it. Nope. And it's, uh, that's where this is scary to me. It's not scary to me in a, oh, we're all six cents. It's just, it's scary to me what it does <clears throat> to the people who. To the small need. business people. Yes. Yeah. You look at some of the uh, pro wrestlers, you know, a lot of. Somebody like a Joey Janela or something, you know, he he made his name off of his uh, spring break events that that would occur during WrestleMania weekend and stuff. He's there's people that the the only way that they're probably going to get seen is by doing the WrestleMania weekend shows and hoping somebody's going to run into them. You know, hoping a, a scout from WWE or a scout from AEW or something sees them and then maybe they they get a call from a ring of honor impact or even wwe aew you know that's otherwise they're just gonna go back to ohio and wrestle in a in a high school gym yeah this could be I their one see wrestlemania in a high school gym we even may, more we than may i want to see it in the performance center <laughs> can it oh. be in like a like a quarantine tent <laughs> 
like one of them bug tents, like when you're spraying your house for bugs. Yeah. <laughs> you can put it in one of those. <laughs> I can dig it. Oh, well, now to get back to the, the source of the issue. Uh-huh. At first, New Japan Pro Wrestling canceled all events between March 1st and 15th as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. But now acting under the recommendations laid out by a specialist government task force on Tuesday, March 10th, New Japan has arrived at the decision to cancel the five events remaining in the New Japan Cup Tour between March 16th and 21st. They released a statement saying, We apologize to fans who are looking forward to the remainder of the New Japan Cup. Ultimately, the health and safety of our fans, wrestlers, and staff, as well as the society at large, is our utmost concern and we will make announcements about events scheduled after March 22nd upon careful monitoring of this developing situation. Well, I'm glad we didn't sit and predict the entire tournament. (laughs) Right? What a waste that would have been. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Ah. Well, all you rifle fanatics will be sad as the Bullet Club Beach Party has been canceled due to coronavirus. According to a press release, they intend on doing an event within the year. They will also be giving refunds to fans who already bought tickets and meet and greet purchases. The event was supposed to happen during WrestleMania weekend on April 4th at Whiskey Joe's in Tampa. Shout out to Whiskey Joe's. Whiskey Joe's! But he ain't got ice any whiskey. No, I bet not. It sounded like it was going to be a fun show. You can imagine. The the bottle has a picture of a crane strangling another crane with its feet. <laughs> you know that's fighting whiskey there. Right. <laughs> you know that's fighting whiskey. I figured out my show pick for the week. I don't even <laughs> got to edit it. Oh. <laughs> Next Wednesday, next Wednesday's AEW Dynamite show from the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York, will not go on as scheduled. Instead, All Elite Wrestling moved the taping to Jacksonville, Florida, to avoid air travel. As of now, or as of that, the statement being released, they were quote managed under a restricted attendance policy allowing restricted audience fans into the show for optimum look seating. You mean like it's always been? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to mean. That's why I had I to mean, like completely take sell out half, half a venue. I mean, it works. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the AEW like, yeah, and I'm going to say it. Like, right. So things are as usual. <laughs> At that moment. But then, shortly before we took to air, there was an update. A patient in Duval County has tested positive for the coronavirus. And um, as such, Mayor Lenny Curry has moved to suspend all events in the city. At a news conference just this morning, Curry stated the following, quote, I have ordered city departments to immediately suspend all permits for large gatherings and stop such gatherings at city parks or in city property through the end of the month. Imagine the idiots who are going to go out and protest. Right. (laughs) Libraries, public parks, and the Jacksonville Zoo will remain closed, as well as all city facilities. So, while Daly's Place isn't listed by name, where they were going to be taping it, the sweeping edit could 
cause AEW to find a second new home for the show in less than 48 hours. It's going to get harder and harder by oh. the minute, though. It is. It's going to just, it's going to be getting worse. And the AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts episode that's currently scheduled for yeah. the Prudential Center in Newark in March 25th. Granted, all um, the buildup has been online. And then they were like, oh, yeah, that later in the show, we're going to announce the rules. And they're like, <laughs> the rules are this. <laughs> it was really dumb. Yeah, but now a new ruling in New Jersey could change all of that. The announcement noted that any, quote, non-essential group events will be banned indefinitely. And they are defining non-essential group events as gatherings of 50 people or more for social, cultural, or entertainment events where people are not separated by physical space of at least four feet. That's a Boy, I'm glad you have to read this one. <laughs> this includes festivals, parades, and sports. Um, oh. Somehow two things merge together, so... So yeah, that's uh that's rough for AEW also because they're they're just gonna have to start doing empty arena shows or something going for. I was surprised even uh, before the update that they were going to even be allowing people in, even yeah. if they're restricted attendance policy <laughs> for optimum look seating. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. And how long can you go with the empty arena shows? I mean, it's good for a match. I don't think it's good for two hours. No, and it hurts, I mean, everybody will tell you, fans, wrestlers, anything, that a, a great a great audience can make or break a match, and a bad audience can make or break a, you know, a match. So, you don't have that. Also, pro wrestlers, we hear time and again, a lot like uh, performers, you know, basically you do stage performances. You feed off the audience so much, you get yeah. so much from them. If you don't have them... <laughs> You could redeem it maybe for an episode or so where every match is a lumberjack match and so all the talent are around the <laughs> ring. But that would only work for, like, one show, and it would be stupid after that. I want them to go back to the old school, uh, like, really old school um, Florida Championship Wrestling or or AWA events where they used to have a, a, painted, a painted audience in the background. They just had a, <laughs> a sheet with the audience painted on there. And it was just dimly lit. They you could do it with a green screen and then, like, edit in one of the, like, PS2 <laughs> SmackDown versus Raw crowds, which right. is just two frames. Oh, Sometimes oh, some of them just stand still. And the most generic signs. Hot yeah. for Kane. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be uh, fantastic. Yes. Uh, one event that is not canceling is Major League Wrestling's combined event with AAA tonight in Tijuana, Baja, California, Mexico. Which is it? It's Tijuana, Baja, California, Mexico. Why is there three? Well, just because, like, um, if we were talking about St. Paul, Minnesota, United States, or St. Paul, Minneapolis, United States. St. Paul, Minnesota, United States. Yeah. So Tijuana and Baja, California are twin cities? No, 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 no. Tijuana is the town. Baja, California is the state. Mexico's the country. Okay. You're sounding really white right now. I never heard Baja, California before. It's always been oh, Tijuana, it's the one that, Mexico. It's the, it's the 
the little it flows um, little a lot dingle, better that way. It's a little dingleberry on the back, you know that little <laughs> tail that's on Mexico. Yeah. You've seen yeah. the little tail. It's the extra three digits on your zip code that nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the AAA versus MLW Super Series will go on as scheduled, but without a pretty major person. MLW owner Colt Bauer will be missing his first ever MLW show as he's in the middle of negotiating what is called high-level TV talks, which is sounding delightful. Ooh. And has been back and forth between L.A. and New York City, working on a deal and spreading the virus. <laughs> Good old court. <laughs> In his absence, Conan and Mr. St. Laurent, head of MLW Talent Relations, will be running the long will be running the show with Court Bauer communicating via FaceTime. Back to the days of the uh, mysterious GM. Huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> the anonymous general manager. <laughs> It is said MLW has enough content in the can already after tonight's taping. They expect to be able to continue to deliver new episodes to be in sport weekly without a problem. Given the way things are going with the coronavirus outbreak, MLW is mapping out numerous contingency plans ranging from the next six weeks to the next six months, attempting to stay proactive. God, yeah, these pre-tape companies. Have they're going to be banking right now. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're laughing. <laughs> Ring of Honor is about to overthrow WWE, folks. <laughs> right? After the last year that they had. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine at work who's a pro wrestling fan, and that's what, that's what you're saying. It's like, you know, having a live show is, is really cool for the, the feel and everything, and and. But the the one or two times a year that so you know one or two times in a decade that something like this happens, it's like, it's these pre-taped shows, you know that sh- that tape five shows in one day, that are like ah we're good, yep. <laughs> don't even worry about we're us. We're good for up to six months. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just don't expect any pay-per-views. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about them in the show. You just have to look past that. Right. Well, they can always redo voiceover and stuff. You know, you can redub that. That's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, good for them. Good for MLW. Um, bad for MLW and AAA for not canceling this show. I would say, I think everybody's going crazy with all this stuff, canceling everything. But, yeah. God damn, you don't look good when everybody else is doing it and you're not. Man, it, don't you I feel bad shitty. for everybody who bought Rage Against the Machine tickets? That sucks, man. I think that's the most hurtful thing so far. Beyond wrestling, of course. I guess. For Either that or like been every... in over a decade and then it cancels. Either that or, you know, everybody who's a sports fan that just lost out on an entire season of any sports. <laughs> right. March Madness, folks. <laughs> you don't have NBA. You don't have NHL. There's still and... March Madness, though. It's just coronavirus. <laughs> Toilet and paper time. Not only is there no NBA, no NHL, but, Pasty, the relaunched XFL did not get a chance to finish its season. Despite ratings declining, that was not what did it in. The league joined much of the sports around the world as it suspended play after five weeks. Just five weeks. This is, of course, also due to the coronavirus that is currently spreading around the world. 
Several states have banned more than 250 people from showing up to arenas around the country. Well, XFL shouldn't have a problem with that. um, The XFL provided a statement that assured that players will be paid their base salary while also including benefits. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. All XFL ticket holders will be issued (laughs) refunds or credit towards future games. I think they'll be taking the refunds. And the league added that they plan to return in 2021. Man, whether XFL was good or bad or whether it was doing good or doing bad, this is the worst case scenario for them. Well, the coronavirus isn't what did it in, I'm sad to say, (laughs) because I represent the casual fan. I don't watch the NFL, not unless you make me or there's nothing better to do, but I don't have an antenna so I can avoid that shit. You know what I mean? But because Vince owns the XFL, I feel kind of obligated to check in. I did. I watched the first two weekends. And then after that, I was like, yep, that's enough for me. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's what the rest of the world did, too. I mean, what would you expect when you already dealt with a fucking NFL season? People are probably happy to have the off season, you know? I think they are. But, you know, with, whether that, that would or wouldn't break, make or break the league, it's like, this is just this is the worst case scenario for them. Oh, when you're, Those your firefighters season. know Vince McMahon took enough money to support this thing for five years. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I hope they are able to make a return next season. I hope they're able to give it a fair shot. I'm not the audience. I'm not going to watch it. If mm. I'm going to watch football, I'm probably watching NFL. If I'm going to watch Vince, I'm probably watching WWE, which I'm not right now anyways. No. But I'm actually I, getting really close to checking out myself. Which leaves us in an interesting predicament for the podcast going forward. (laughs) Right. Because that's a main staple even if half of us doesn't watch it. Exactly. But if all of us doesn't watch it, then you can't really talk about it. Uh, You could talk about the the news news. and what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard to... (sighs) Yeah, it's, it's something we'll have to figure out. It's something we'll have to figure out as time goes. It's WWF trying to screw themselves or screw us. Yes. Screw anybody. Screw Screw it. Everybody. Go gather. Get the coronavirus and kill your grandparents. Bye, Pop Pop. (laughs) Uh, Well, folks, we promised you a happy hour. And guess what? We're coming in at just over an hour. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And you should probably go home. Go well, home, you got stay home. Paper. Don't hug people. Don't kiss people. But you can journey into the backlogs of B-Sticks Podcast and catch up on some of the fantastic content. Check out one of our episodes where we play any of our amazing games and prepare to tickle that funny bone. Like nobody has done since 1995. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, I think that is the show this week. We'd have predictions for Ring of Honor's 18th anniversary special. Well, they called that off. Yeah. We can do it for shits and giggles anyway and fantasy book it for an hour. But um, <laughs> the show is yeah. called Happy Hour, and I think this is okay. I think it's good. 
think it's good. I want everybody out there to remember, just wash your fucking hands even after the coronavirus is done. Yeah. Just wash your hands. You, you damn and savages. Don't touch your face, but don't say that and be like any of the senators or House representatives that say that because they all be touching their face 30 times in the next 20 seconds. So you say that, and I'm right now touching my face. My right. fingers are on my stroke. I always touch my, my face. face. I don't care. People, I, touch your face. Touch your face. There's nothing There's nothing your hand has that your face right. doesn't have. It's not like you can have How many times, times a day do you touch face. your genitals and then touch your face? You'll be fine. Yeah, don't even worry about the face touching thing. If you wash your hands, you don't have to worry if you touch your face. Am I right? right? right. Hello. Yeah, there should be a shortage of hand sanitizer, really. Oh. Yeah, hand sanitizer doesn't do anything. It's a placebo. Right. Just soap. Soap and water. You can't go wrong with soap and water. Spit. You just a little spit. That'll do it. Grandma spit works good for cleaning. <laughs> don't get too close to gra- Don't touch her. Just have her, you know, <laughs> spit, spit across the room and you got to catch it in a baseball glove. <laughs> You gotta love it. <laughs> ha! Well, unlike most entertainment companies, folks, you can count on me and Fat Mac. We will be here next week and every week going forward. Beastix Podcast will not miss an episode because we are Corona Proof. Good night. Good night.